0: What if I told you that the answer to some of your most pressing questions as a marketer or leader is a really good story? My name is Kelly Parker, and after spending over a decade bringing stories to life as a speaker, writer, and corporate marketer, I'm here to show you the easy way to create your own stories that connect, break through the clutter, and bring in cold, hard cash, right here on Business Storytelling Made Easy. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Hope you're doing amazing today. This is episode 62, five storytelling trends marketing leaders should know about. And so we know that stories are super powerful to help us stand out in the marketplace and differentiate our brand. But today we wanna talk about what are some of the trending approaches to storytelling that we should consider. So let's get into it. Number one. Data-driven storytelling, data-driven storytelling. And of course, this approach is exactly what it sounds like. It involves using pieces of data as central pieces to the story. We've talked about in the past how the perfect marriage, a lot of times, is a piece of data, a fact or a figure, and a really good story or anecdote. And so that's certainly one way to apply this trend is to highlight a piece of data within an anecdote that positions your product or service as a solution right to whatever the problem might be on the table and so this approach really provides color and interest It's much more memorable than just a factor figure alone it allows us to use the story as a vehicle to remember the facts that have been presented but there's another approach to this that we can also think about and this involves providing a personalized story experience if your company is already collecting data about your customers. So I'll give you an example of what I mean. Let's take Spotify. For example, they offer what's called Spotify wrapped. And this is a year in review playlist and slideshow that will serve up for people, various data points throughout the year about their listening habits. And it includes stats, like how many minutes of music you've listened to, who were your favorite artists and songs, um, and how close you might be to what they would call a super fan. So really what Spotify is doing here is they're creating a personalized experience through your listening habits. And they're already collecting that data, but they're packaging it up and allowing of their users to have this really unique experience. Also, they're reminding folks how integral Spotify has been to them throughout the year. You know how music is. When you hear a song, it takes you back to maybe experiences that you were having. When you listen to that song, it puts you in a certain type of mood. It it gives you certain kind of thought and they're positioning their brand right front and center within that experience. The other thing that's cool here is they've really mastered the idea of the year-end look back. Right. You know how at the end of the year, everybody's pretty reflective. They're thinking about how this year has gone for them. They're looking forward to the next year and they're talking about how great they're going to be next year. And they're going to morph into this new person and all this stuff. Right. So we're in a very reflective mood. And so Spotify is really smart to align with that and say, hey, how can I support them? To that end and being reflective right and, and really thinking about you know how this year went for me using story and they've also been able to do that, positioning their product front and center and so it's a great question for for all of us to ask about our individual brands you know um, how can we use data perhaps that we already have to provide a personalized storytelling experience and to even that that year in Um, strategy or thought, you know, how can we utilize storytelling to provide this year-end reflective experience? And so data-driven storytelling is big right now. Trend number two, visual storytelling with video. Video's been big for a while now. Companies actively using video the data tells us generate 41% more web traffic than non-users. So it makes a ton of sense to be integrating video, but we want to talk about video in terms of using the videos to tell stories. So what are the trends here? Well, the first thing, is there's really a push now to be brief, right? There's a lot of content in the marketplace. There are a lot of videos of a lot of people, a lot of brands, a lot of pets, a lot of babies, a lot of people doing a lot of things, okay? (laughs) And so there's really this opportunity to explore shorter and shorter time increments to tell your story. Just because the marketplace is being flooded and folks are getting tired at this point. And so really asking yourself, how can I tell my story in shorter and shorter, uh, punchy uh, increments? The other thing that's big, of course, with video is, you know, every other week, there's some sort of social media trend or challenge where folks are responding with their version via video. So some of the things we want to keep in mind to be successful in that arena Is make sure you're you're using the trend to gain attention for your brand, not just more attention for the trend, right? And so you want to be able to use that trend as a vehicle to lead people right to your brand. And so one way to do that is to understand that every trend or challenge might not be a fit for you. It might not be a fit for your brand. It might not be a fit for your target audience, right? And so it's not about The trend necessarily, but how is that aligning with really helping folks understand what my brand is all about? And so it's really about ensuring that whatever that video might be, it ensures that your content's message is relevant for your target audience. With that, I wanted to share a note about the idea of viral video, right? Going viral, getting so many eyeballs and attention on our brands, which is great. I think, you know, That's a goal for a lot of us and it's a worthy goal. But with that, I think it's important to think about, you know, how can I go viral in front of the right people, right? Because if my product or service is applicable to moms, but I'm going quote unquote viral in front of an audience that's not really them, is that really benefiting me? Right. Am I really telling the right story in front of the right people? The other part of that is, okay, once I've got eyeballs, perhaps on this video, and I've told a really cool story, then what? It's important to be clear on what is the next step that you want people to take to continue to engage with the brand, right? Once they learn who you are, how will you draw them into your world, right? Right the idea of viral, the idea of getting attention, it should not be the, the end of the story. It should just be the beginning, right? It should just be the start. There should be definitive steps that will follow after that. Right? So are there reasons for folks to come back to your website? Right? Do you have a strategy in place to perhaps quickly get their email address, right? So that you can, um, talk to them off of these channels that we don't own, right? We don't own Facebook, we don't own TikTok, we don't own Instagram. They could shut it off tomorrow, right? So if we've gone quote unquote viral on these channels that we don't own, how can we maximize it um, to make sure that we can use it to its full capacity going forward? And so, you know, video is a very cool you know, way to get attention, we want to make sure that we're being super strategic about it. And I would say that's what's, what's kind of new in this in this realm and being quick and punchy as possible. And on message, of course, so we've got data driven storytelling, visual storytelling with video number three, collecting stories from consumers, collecting stories from consumers. So I mean, let's be real the idea of consumers telling our story is not new okay if you have you know seen the infomercials from decades ago you know the 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 premise of it is not new but let's talk about some kind of new approaches to it so it's important because consumers crave authenticity they want stuff to feel real the research tells us 92 percent of people basically almost everybody okay say that they trust their peers over traditional advertisements. And you probably have found that true in your own life as well. But one brand that's really taken, in my opinion, a cool approach to this is the eyeglass, or maybe I should say eyewear brand, (laughs) Warby Parker. So they really stepped on the scene and revolutionized the shopping experience for eyewear. So, you know, traditionally, you're going to go to the store, you're going to see an optimized optometrist. (laughs) And um, you're going to get your glasses that way. But Warby Parker said, you know, we're not doing it that way anymore. You're actually going to be able to shop from home. And so one of the things that they do is they invite people to share that at home try on experience online and put it online, put it on social media and use the hashtag Warby Parker try on. And in this way, they've been able to use these customer stories to educate people about the buying process, but also normalize this process as a viable option, right? As something that's not so crazy and far off. Hey, there's all these other people actually doing it. And within the the process, they're also showcasing the product, right? So when people are posting their pictures of themselves in these glasses, you're getting to see their product, right? You're getting to see it on a ton of different people, um, skin tones, face shapes, people with different, all types of different features, right? And so really what they're doing is helping people see themselves in the story. They might be like, hey, I need glasses just like they do. They had the same issue that I'm having and they use this company to be able to get their glasses. Hmm, I see they have a mod- a lot of modern looking options that I potentially like. Maybe that could be an option for me. And so I think it's cool that they're using this whole kind of customer experience Thing, but also as a visual standpoint. So it's not so much, you know, written out like, oh, I needed glasses. I went online. I found them. Here they are. The picture sums up all of that. And that's been a cool way that they're using the customer's experience, you know, to tell their story on their behalf and to normalize this kind of new behavior right? And get people talking and educated about, you know, this shopping experience is an option for them. And so it begs the question for all of us, what are some different applications that we can use for our own customers to tell our story, right? We know about the testimonial, right? You know, give me a couple sentences that, you know, talks about your transformation and your experience. Are there other applications to that? Are there ways that we can have them tell their story visually, right? That might be just as or even more impactful. So collecting stories from consumers, I don't think it's ever going to go out of style. I think there just might be different applications of it over time. So definitely something to to think about and maximize. Okay, so that's collecting stories from consumers. That was number three. Now, what is number four? I'm going to tell you number four is influencer storytelling, influencer storytelling. So you probably know your favorite social media influencers. They tend to have big followings and they have credibility within that space to where, you know, if they recommend a product or service or, or, you know, talk highly of it, you know, here come the sales, you know, here come people actually taking action based on what this person has said. You know, uh, Oprah, I think is is one of the, the big kind of original influencers, so to speak, you know, before social media got really big and, you know, now as well. But, you know, I'm thinking about on her show when she would do her Oprah's favorite things. Honey, if you get featured on that, <laughs> you, you better have your stock in hand. You better have your website up and running um, because it might break from all the traffic you're getting ready to get. You know, there are certain folks that when they say jump, we say how high, you know, when they say that something is great, we got to have 10 of them. And so, you know, a lot of times brands want to take advantage of that, right? And, and use these other individuals that have influence as a mouthpiece and so you know historically a lot of times particularly on social media the company itself really wants to have a high level of control over the tone of the message the language of the post you know they really have kind of their own vision about how it's all going to come together and it can be very frustrating for social media influencers and creators because they feel like you know what i know my audience i i built my audience actually and you know a lot of times the companies are coming to them because they want to maybe go after a subset or you know a new market that they haven't been able to penetrate quite yet and so you know influencers feel like well you don't you don't know what works for this particular audience I do you know I've 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 built this and a lot of times you know what well, I'm I'm one of them you know isn't that why you hired me so how is it you know that you're hiring me yet You don't want my voice. You kind of want total control over what that looks and sounds like. So the shift that we're seeing right now is a shift toward more creator driven storytelling, which is where the creator is getting more freedom so that the, the content feels more authentic. And so I think this is a positive change because, you know, we see these ads a lot on social, so much so that, A lot of people are getting skeptical, you know, like what's real and what's not like, is that really your opinion or is this just something you got paid for? And, you know, that's just kind of that. So I I like this a lot. I like the idea of folks being able to use their authentic voice, you know, as creators. And so I think the, the learning point here is when you have someone, a person speaking about your product or service on your behalf, It's really about finding the balance of the message that you want to get across, but also still allowing that creator to be creative and to stay true to their voice as well and really maximize the value that they bring to the table as well. And, um, you know, trusting them to do that, trusting them to know, you know, what's going to work and, um, you know, what ways they're going to be as influential as possible with their audience. So that's kind of cool to see. So number four is, again, influencer marketing. And finally, the fifth trend we want to talk about today is is what I call ethical storytelling. Ethical storytelling. So as much as uh, consumers and customers crave authenticity, they also crave transparency. And I would would venture to say they demand transparency, okay? Uh, Nowadays, according to the Digital Marketing Institute, and I think also, according to our own own eyes and own observations, people want to know more about your company. They want to know how you conduct business. They want to know how you treat your employees. They want to know how you source your materials, how you handle your products, all of that. And so according to the Digital Marketing Institute, it's really wise to take a very clear, a very concise and very honest approach as, uh, you know, we're telling our stories, One company that's done a really good job about this is called Patagonia and it's an outdoors and adventures brand and they sell sporting gear for the different adventures that you want to take part in, you know, in your life. And so their mission statement is build the best product, cause no unnecessary harm use business to inspire and implement solutions to the environmental crisis. And so their, their focus is, you know, very environmentally conscious and just from the ethical standpoint of our responsibility to the environment, et cetera. So what they've done is they've showcased these efforts through video campaigns. And so one of them was called The Stories We Wear, And it highlights how sustainable the sports gear that they sell is, how it lasts and how it allows you to be more environmentally responsible and have less waste and what have you. And they also talk about, you know, because people keep these clothes for so long and wear them during some of the most, you know, invigorating, memorable moments of their life, they become attached to them and they talk about what the clothes mean to them and, you know again this is what story is about kind of the emotion behind the product the emotion around the service behind the service right so they they've done a good job with storytelling that has that ethical component right that really brings to life how they do business and their philosophy around business and being ethical and environmentally conscious. So, this is really a message that resonates nowadays especially with younger audiences. And so, I think the the takeaway here is to think about are there any aspects of my company, my brand that I can highlight that have to do with either, you know, our ethics, how we do business, um or being environmentally conscious. So, all of these things are very attention grabbing nowadays and really good content for creating a story that will get folks attention. So by way of review, five storytelling trends marketing leaders should know about. Number one, data-driven storytelling. Number two, visual storytelling with video. Number three, collecting stories from consumers. Number four, influencer storytelling. And number five, ethical storytelling. So I hope that that this gives you tons to think about as you're formulating stories that will be relevant and attention grabbing. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to Business Storytelling Made Easy. If you found this content valuable, make sure you share it with a friend or colleague. And as always, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Bye.